police in the morning. From director Robert Rodriguez and featuring an all-star cast including Danny Trejo, Robert De Niro, and Jessica Alba comes Machete, an action-packed, bare-knuckled fistful of carnage asada. Set up, double-crossed, and left for dead, Machete is an ass-kicking ex-federale who lays waste to anything that gets in his path. As he takes on hitmen, vigilantes, and a ruthless drug cartel, bullets fly, blades clash, and the body count rises. Any way you slice it, vengeance has a new name, Machete. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. We review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are. It's March, and that means a brand new acronym. <gasps> Men are rigid, chiseled Herculeans. That's right. The manliest, the menliest, all action, all the time. You know, this is one I think I can actually remember. We'll find out next week, I guess. So, this week we're taking a look at the 2010 film Machete. Starring none other than one of the most manly men ever, Danny Trejo. Hell yeah. So, let's just dive right into this shit with technical difficulties top and bottom three. You heard what the back of the UD box had to say. This is what we have to say. For me, number three. The dialogue in this movie... Oh, maybe, maybe I should say if it's the top. <laughs> Might help out a little bit. <laughs> so... In the top, number three, the dialogue in this movie has some pretty fun moments. I mean, I really, I do enjoy it. It's got some great, uh, great food, food references. I do like food a lot. Number two, the action is over the top, just over the top enough that it's not ridiculous or, you know, overbearing. And it's pretty top notch. It's got all kinds of blood and gore to accompany it. And uh, none of it's actually out of place. It's not like stupid out over the top where like they're just kind of, it's just random gags. It's just kind of a ridiculous world that you're in. And then number one, Machete himself. He's an absolute badass. He gets stabbed, he gets shot, beaten, but he just keeps coming back. And you know what? He always ends up on top. He's the manliest man in all of Mexico. All right, number three. I'm not sure if weapons in this world are just more durable and deadly, but or if Machete's just that much of a badass where he can kill somebody with virtually anything. But, yeah, Machete manages to do some pretty amazing things, things armed with just either a machete or a random item he stumbles upon, which realistically shouldn't be physically possible. But, you know, it just kind of happens. I think it's like a mix of both where in this world... Everything is just more deadly and durable, and, well, Machete's just a badass. Yeah, meat thermometer deaths are pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Well done. (laughs) Number two. There is no shortage of blood or boobs throughout this movie. It was a nonstop action from start to finish, and that's exactly how I wanted it. And number one, Machete himself, played by Danny Trejo, was just a total badass. He kills without mercy, makes ridiculous and practical weapons somehow functional, and manages to win a fight without throwing a single punch and eating a burrito. He even managed to defeat dual-katana-wielding Mexican drug lord Steven Chagall, which is by no means an easy task. Well, I guess that means it's on to the bottom. And speaking of Mexican drug lord Steven Chagall, at number three for me, Mexican samurai drug lord Steven Seagal is the main villain of the film, and there is definitely not enough of him in it. There's always more room 
for Mexican samurai drug lord Steven Seagal. I feel of all the villains, he got the least amount of screen time, yet he was the most interesting and badass. And speaking of all the villains, there are way too many characters in this movie. That's my number two. You know, the movie just revolves around so many people that there's no time to actually develop any of them. The most development the film has is with Jessica Alba's character, and it's just flipping a switch from her being like, the law is the law and I'm going to follow it, to I'm not going to follow the law if I don't agree with it. Based on, like, absolutely nothing. (laughs) Yeah, which actually sets her along the same path as Mexican samurai drug lord Steven Seagal as we find out about his past late in the film. Maybe she should have ended up with him instead. And, of course, number one. This movie seems pretty confused in and of itself as to whether it is anti- or pro-illegal immigration at times. I mean, the movie is definitely pro-illegal immigration. They certainly beat you over the head with that one. But it lays out all the groundwork of why illegal immigration is bad. It doesn't really give anything to, like, rebut that. Only to have Jessica Alba exclaim something along the lines of, But my feels! Late in the movie. It's bad because we told you it was bad. <laughs> or it's it's good because it's, we told you it was good. I'm not even sure. I mean, if a movie's going to have a point to what it is, it, it needs to actually, like, give you a reason that it has that point, not just be like, I want this because I feel like it. Basically, yeah. I agree. All right, number three. There are a lot of scenes where the villains are just kind of standing around, acting evil, but evil monologuing and it was initially kind of entertaining but it's kind of became repetitive after a while it's like i get it evil guys do evil things for evil reasons i don't need to be reminded a million and a half times about that number two there were a bunch of different characters who were just kind of introduced and really fell into the um mix of everything they didn't really stand out much and they were just there to be, you know, cannon fodder for the most part, or, you know, machete fodder, which isn't exactly a problem, but there were just so many villains that it was kind of hard to keep track of them all. I mean, and like Corey said, poor samurai drug lord Mexican Steven Seagal didn't get, get as much screen, screen time as he deserved. And then there were, like, characters that they just kind of, like, threw out names of, like, after they murdered them, they're like, oh, they sent... Blah, 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 to kill us. Oh, they must really want us dead. Who is that? We have no idea. Why are you even naming him? Yeah, and it also just seemed like people were joining forces, then, you know, turning on each other constantly, and they're like, I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. I don't, I don't even think I'm supposed to. I just want to see Danny Trejo and Steven Zagal killing people, but I couldn't even just have that. Which, what? No, that, like, actually set up a great movie, like, that yeah. they should have had a Machete prequel when they, you know, revealed the backstory and have, you know, Machete and Mexican drug lord Steven Seagal when they're both federales killing bad guys together. That'd be fucking awesome. Hell yeah. It's better than the sequel. Yeah, Machete kills. I'm not going to get into that one, but... So, number one, so for the most part, this movie didn't really take itself too seriously, it's got a lot of ridiculous aspects to it. However, there is a subplot that involves illegal immigration and an evil senator that wants to deport all the all the illegals and kill some of them as well because he's got some evil plan to, I don't know, like have a monopoly on the drug trade. And it really seemed out of place. They really harp on the point and everything and the message. And 
it seemed really inappropriate for a movie that was just ridiculous over the top action. I mean, the guy comes off as a cliche cartoon villain. I mean, I'm surprised he didn't have like a fucking mustache. He was twirling. And for a topic that's really complicated and really controversial, it just seemed very distasteful, especially considering the tone of the rest of the film. Well, I know I mentioned the dialogue, Paul. So let's have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who had the best quotes. I'll get us started off with, It's too hot for clothes. I'll grease your chips all over this fucking alley. I can feel your eyeballs in my uterus. You're a walking shit magnet. You burned your last burrito. Blood of Christ tastes like Merlot to me. I'll absolve you of all your sins. Now get the fuck out. God has mercy. I don't. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this film or would like to say anything about it, please leave it in the comments below. Now I think it's time to give our friends our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How do you get through this film? I gave it a 3 out of 10. I gave it a 2 out of 10. So, Machete is a hydraulic-filled ride of action and evil white men conspiring. Whenever Machete isn't cutting down evil, there's a man plotting or killing Mexicans because, insert bad guy stereotype here. Let's be honest, though. This film is all about the action and the girls. Blood, gore, dismemberment, and Michelle Rodriguez. Throw in some Jessica Alba and Lindsay Lohan, along with a few other naked women, for good measure. It is a movie about a man being a man, doing manly things. And as long as that's what you're watching it for, you're in luck. If you want something with a deeper meaning or semblance of a storyline other than how do we get from action point A to action point B, then look elsewhere. Machete is just over the top enough to be fun and not stupid, unlike its sequel, which is teased at the end of the movie here. Why could they not have just left it at one in the series and be done? That's why we can't have nice things. Machete is a ridiculously over-the-top action film starring certified badass Danny Trejo. The movie keeps ramping up the action, becoming increasingly more violent and ridiculous the longer it goes on. The final battle has Danny Trejo dual-wielding machetes against Steven Seagal dual-wielding katanas for fuck's sakes. It's absolutely amazing. The plot was mostly unimportant and largely just an excuse for more action. In fact, the little plot this movie did have was, its, was actually its weakest aspect. There were some obvious political messages throughout the film that really felt out of place, given the, how unserious the rest of the film was. That being said, Machete is a fun action film that has the right amount of boobs, blood, and badassery to remain entertaining from beginning to end. Well, it's time to give our friends ways to drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give some drinking games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time Mexican food is mentioned while talking, take a drink. Number two, every time someone is on the phone, take a drink. Number three, whenever someone mentions the network, take a drink. Number four, anytime Machete uses a different weapon to kill someone, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's Men Are Rigid Chiseled Herculeans Month, every time there is a fight, mano a mano, take a drink. Every time someone speaks Spanish, take a drink. Every time someone is shot or stabbed through the, through the head, take a drink. Every time someone is holding or eating a taco, take a drink. 
and every time the setting switches from Mexico to the United States, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else Beamer related, you can leave us a comment on your iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at gmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com, that's bmoviebros, follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website, bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links are provided below. So we've come to the end of week two here in March, and uh, we're doing things a little differently. We're not ranking the movies themselves, but the man in the movie. And uh, it, it was really hard to decide. We had to take a few things into consideration. Which man was manlier here? Who would win in a fight between Mace from Conquest and Machete from Machete? And uh, for me, it came down to Machete just slaughters a lot more efficiently and... Uh, has a lot better weaponry than uh, Mace does. So in number two, Mace, even though he's got his magic light arrows, uh, in number one, Machete. I think he would just take him down, guns, blades, anything he could. Yeah, for me, it really wasn't much of a contest. Uh, number two was Mace. He was, you know, kind of cool, but I feel like a lot of his coolness was because he was juxtaposed with whatever his little young male companion's name was. And whereas Machete, I mean, he can basically kill you by looking at you. He can find a toothpick, throw it across the room, and, like, impale somebody with it. So, yeah, the, ba- the, the bigger badass is pretty clear in this one. He's the MacGyver of murder. Hell yeah, the Mexican MacGyver. So, next week, we're taking a look at the 1976 film Rocky. Hell yeah. Which I've never seen I've, any of them. And I've seen it at least at least eight times. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Get over the next